Hey, everybody. Dallas is now under a shelter-in-place order, so we can't physically record together. Never fear, we have figured it out, but it took a little longer than anticipated. For now, we've got this mini-sode for you from our Patreon archives, and we'll drop an all-new episode for you this Thursday. Stay safe and keep it creepy. A face in the darkness, a haunting figure. Is she a woman from the past, hell-bent on revenge, or just a figment of your imagination? Say her name three times and test the theory for yourself. This mini-sode topic is Bloody Mary. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood. I'm gonna kill you. Ooh. I played this so many times at Did so you? many slumber parties. I was such a little chicken. I was. I've heard your story chicken. about when you you ruined it for everyone. Yeah, I probably opened the door on the second go. <laughs> and you yelled for your mom. Yes, and then she made fun of me. <laughs> Told you to get back in there, you nerd. I even as a young a young Christy, I must have been into the macabre and dark and creepy stuff because I. Loved Bloody Mary. I loved Ouija boards. What is it? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Loved light as a feather, stiff as a board. That one freaked you out? Everything Y'all freaked me out. Y'all can't see, but Heather okay. is vehemently shaking her head back Here's the thing. Forth. Light as a feather, stiff as a board when you're the fattest kid in the group. Not fun. <laughs> Not great. Nothing good's going to come from that. Well, I think you just proved it then. Suddenly, the ghost it, it, it doesn't want to like, haunt. Oh, <gasps> must have left. Never mind. <laughs> There's a lot of hurtful memories. That one was real stupid. Light as a feather. Yes. Did you play it where you would lie down and then your friends would gather around you and just put their pointer finger underneath you, one finger, and then you chant it and supposedly you're supposed to get like... That one seemed a bit far-fetched. Because the ghost is supposed to help. Oh, is that was that the theory? The, the I don't remember that part. You. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, Bloody Mary, I remember playing all the time. It didn't even have to be a slumber party. You just play it with your friends all the time. My friend that lived across the street from me. Well, I had a lot of friends that lived in my neighborhood, but one in particular. Yeah, it'd be the middle of the day. We'd be playing after school, and we'd just go into the bathroom and play it. That is horrifying. It You're was, trying to conjure spirits. I know. For well. Much like we're going to talk about today, we didn't really know what we were conjuring. We just knew we wanted to see some creepy ghost in the mirror. That's so scary. We had no idea what it was. Well, I think there's some theories on what it was. There are. Devil woman. I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And this mini sewed topic that we're going to be talking about today is Bloody Mary. <laughs> so let's get into it. If you ever slept over at your best friend's house during your formative years or attended a slumber party with a bunch of preteen girls, then chances are you've played the game Bloody Mary. It's midnight. You find yourself huddled in front of the bathroom mirror with several of your closest friends. Nervous and excited, you all chant in unison. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Okay, now my house is haunted. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> there are no mirrors in this room, but we may have conjured her. We you know don't what? know. You know, it's a fact about my house. There's almost no mirrors. There's, they're in the bathroom, one in each bathroom. 
You know, now that I think, no, well, you have the mirror behind your bar in the living room. And the one behind the bar in the yeah. living room, which I would love to remove. And it turns out it is glued to the wood. Oh, yeah. 1970 style. My mom had a house that, that yeah, if you want to take that off, it's going to be a whole thing. It's structurally important to the <laughs> integrity of the house. <laughs> I cannot holding up yes. that, that side of the house. Yeah, pretty much. So, well, for all we know, she's in that mirror right I now. I have a, a wad of sage. I found my sage that I bought oh, good. from the Jean Bonnet episode. <laughs> I haven't staged my house yet. I well, found it. Oh, well, tonight might be the night. You know? Well, after calling out her name for a third time, a brave soul flips off the light, sending everyone into pitch black darkness with the hopes that staring back at the wide-eyed girls in the mirror will be the haunting face of Bloody Mary. I always thought the lights were out when you did the chant. See, here's the thing. Upon researching this, I realized that's how most people play it. My style? Lights off, then chant? I think the way we did it was lights on, chant, flip lights off, see if she's in the mirror. Oh, see, we were lights off, chant, wait. I may have done it that way, too. I feel like the lights on, chant, flip it off is more of a chance of seeing a face because your eyes have just yes. burned in the image of yourself in the mirror. Oh. So when you flip it off, you see your own. So I'm bloody married. <laughs> we, about once a month, we're all bloody yeah. married. <laughs> God, did I know that, that's? It seems like an off-color joke, but as we go on, we'll see. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty spot on. Tracing it to the source. No pun intended. With that spot, oh, spot on, on joke. that's good. <laughs> also, some people played it by candlelight, which is fun. All right, that's taking a little. Too I far. never did that. But I do have I, candles all over my head. As an adult, I would play it like that now. Turn on a little, uh, little Luther Vandross, <laughs> a get little a candle Inya, out, and just get my uh, vanilla, yeah, candles out. Hell yeah. The Bloody Mary mirror ritual began in England in the late 1700s, but quickly spread to popular culture and folklore in the 1960s. As mentioned, the ritual involves standing in front of a mirror in the dark, sometimes by candlelight, and repeating Bloody Mary a specified number of times, anywhere from 3 to 13, depending on the variation of the legend. If you are successful, the ghostly image of Mary appears before you. If you yell her name 13 times, she's going to show up and go, shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> I think too by, many five, times. And by five, she'd be like, I fucking get it. I I'm here. lose count. If anyone yelled my name 13 times, I would come through a mirror. I would come back from the dead just to slap the <laughs> shit out of them. Like, Tell them to shut up. up. Shut up. Captromancy, or conjuring a spirit using a mirror, is a classic divination ritual that dates back to ancient Greece. Ancient Romans also used mirrors to summon spirits or tell the future. One time in high school, my friend and I got really high. And <laughs> I like this story. And I tried to explain how mirrors worked. <laughs> Can we recreate that for the show? <laughs> sure. We were sitting in front of a mirror in her bedroom. And we were both like, how is this work? What is going what? on? And <laughs> I was like, I think the light comes in through the window and like refracts off the mirror. The window is an integral part yeah, of the mirror. The, yeah. There's got to be a window. And I think sand was involved. I still don't really understand how mirrors work. Oh, I don't. Work. Not at all. Never will. Still don't. Rubik's cubes, mirrors, a lot of things escape <laughs> me. I can't. I'm never going to know. When Ella first discovered mirrors, I just looked at her and said, kid, I got no idea. Shh, she looked just me. as baffled as Shh, me. I was the fuck? That's me. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I, like I, know. I know. I still don't understand it. Can't I watched, um, it to you. as a child, there's a movie uh, called The Hug-A-Bunch. 
in which that sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, if you hadn't watched The Hug a Bunch, I think I got a VHS animated? tape. No, it's a little girl and puppets, and her oh. grandmother is ill, and they have and the grandmother oh. lives with them, and they're saying, you know, Mima's got to go stay at a home. Na- Nana, it's some Yankee term for a grandmother, Nana or Nan or Gran. Mm-hmm. Anyways, her Mima's southern. <laughs> yeah, her Mima. Her Mima's got to go stay in a facility because she's ill, and the little girl wishes that she uh, could do something, and she goes. Or she has a doll because the Hug a Bunch doll is a product tie-in hug a bunch was a toy right, yeah we had a bunch of them and she goes through her mirror and she goes through this magical land there's a really scary worm in this <laughs> very scary worm in the is hug it, a bunch it's not animated though he's a puppet worm oh they're puppets they're okay puppets. okay and then ends up getting this like fountain of youth fruit mm-hmm. i think you can watch hug a bunch on youtube anyhow gets back I'm kind of disturbed, quite frankly. The real, well, and the already. queen from whom she steals these youth fruits is very scary. It sounds like through the looking glass. It's a, it's a hundred percent an Alice in Wonderland ripoff. Yeah. It's used <laughs> with product tie-ins to tie into the Hug a Bunch doll. Gets back. She's trying to carry the youth fruits back to uh-huh. America. Tries to go in through the mirror, drops the fruits, leaves Uh-oh. them. She's got like a choice that she can either go back through the mirror or leave the youth fruits. Classic Because again, she's crying and she's telling her Mima, you know, I tried to save you. And Mima's like, everyone gets old and dies. Good God. Cling to your Hug a Bunch dolls, kids. <laughs> your available Hug a Bunch now. dolls won't die. Yes. You want to know what won't die, kids? Uh, Ask your parents for these Hug a Bunch dolls. <laughs> what did they look like? Uh, they were like a uh, Cabbage Patch, but with a stuffed head. Like instead of, you know, yes, Cabbage Patch had a, yes. had a plastic, plastic face. head. Yeah. These don't have a plastic face. I know face. what you're talking yep. about now. Yeah. Man. Did love Cabbage Patch. Oh, yeah. I had, had a, a lot patch. of Cabbage Patch. My sister had a Hug a Bunch. We both had a Cabbage I Patch. I may have had a Hug a Bunch. They weren't. They Not, weren't uh, animals, right? They no, were like that's you're thinking of popples. You remember? Oh yes, I definitely remember. And the popples. popple, they had a little uh, bu- a bag butt, that came with and them, you, and you stuffed them in yes. their own asshole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about a popple, that's what it is. There's you like did. a little bag back yeah. there, and you shove its head in its own asshole. Yes, I think I had a. I remember the bag was a turquoise, and it was shimmery. I think it was a lion, okay, or something. The maybe a mermaid. Were, uh, the popples were like a weird, like a monkey bear thing. They were hybrids. Yeah, they were a weird looking thing. Anyhow, yeah, yeah, I do. Remember all that those. to say, as a kid, I thought, man, if if anything goes down, I know where to get those live forever fruits. Yeah, through the mirror with. I my also hug-a-bunch. feel like there was a mi- mis message with that where it's. Respect your elders and don't send them to home. Yeah, it was shit pretty sad. Sideways. The dad's like, "Shut up, mom!" And the little <laughs> girl's like, "Well, Nana has so much to say." It is the dad's very disrespectful to his elderly mother. N- Nana does have a lot to say. They want to eat flapjacks. Probably. Please don't send me to a Piney Ridge. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> What's the one in Golden Girls called? I don't remember. That she always threatens to send, to send to. Sophia to. Dorothy always threatens. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're gonna get a million DMs about that. <laughs> This chilling adolescent game is played with the intention of summoning a terrifying figure to appear before you. But who exactly was it we were hoping to see? Who was the real Bloody Mary? Many believe that the inspiration for the supernatural childhood game was none other than Queen Mary I. Mary was born on February 18th, 1516 in Greenwich, England, at the Palace of Placentia as the only child of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. No idea if I said that right. I want to say Palace of Placenta, but oh, I yeah. feel like that's not right. The Placenta Palace is like a, a midwifery place. <laughs> Although, we'll get into like why she's known as Bloody Mary. Maybe it was the Palace of Placenta. Yeah, you never know. Hmm. They changed the name or that's, it was mm-hmm. in the fam, runs in the family. 
At the young age of 17, Mary's father annulled his marriage to her mother, frustrated by the lack of a male heir to the throne. This left the young Mary totally separated from her mother and forbidden from ever visiting her again. The king went on to marry his now ex-wife's maid of honor, Anne Boleyn, who disappointed him yet with another daughter, Elizabeth. Worried that Mary may interfere with Elizabeth's secession, Boleyn pressed Parliament to declare Mary illegitimate and succeeded. Boleyn was later famously beheaded by her husband for treason. Henry, uh, not a good dad, not, not a good husband, not a good man, really. not, a, not a good person. He's a big fat sack of crap. Yeah, definitely. Man, back then, women just really had nothing going for No, them. no. You're like Zero. either a servant or a maid, mm-hmm. a milkmaid, or, or just a even if womb. You're, even if you're a queen, they're like, we're just going to cut her head off. Yeah. Like, but wait, I have rights. They're like, <laughs> you're a queen. And they're like, oh, so you fucked up and didn't give me a son? Can you make a boy? As if that was in your control. <laughs> you're like, uh, genetics, buddy. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think, does the semen denote that? Uh, I think it's largely male related. Well, there you go. Maybe your ween was jacked up, King mm-hmm. Henry. Did you ever think of that? King Henry's ween. He should have. King ween. He should His king ween should have shot out some boy sperm. <laughs> Throughout her teenage years, Mary was plagued with terrible menstrual pains, same, mm-hmm. and irregularity in her cycles. Also same. Which would later be attributed to her eventual physical and psychological stress later in life. She was also known to be struck with deep and frequent periods of melancholia, depressive spells, which would stay with her throughout her relatively short life. Man, my period were were bad when I was a teenager. Mine are still bad. I was just talking about this with some fellow moms. Oh, yeah. It's like once you have a kid... It's, it's all, like teenage years again. All hell breaks loose. When it loose. comes back. Yeah. No. Comes back with a vengeance. Because my period when I was a teenager, I would vomit. I would faint. I would pass oh, out. Gosh. They found me just unconscious in the living room once. Wow. And, yeah, I had just, from pain? I had walked. I don't know if it was like low blood pressure or something. I had walked Anemic? from the bedroom to the living room to get a glass of water, trying to go to the kitchen, and I passed out in the living room. Dang. So it was bad. So then I had to get on birth control pills relatively yeah. early. But man, I yeah. understand there's no hail. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't lose my virginity forever. But that's like uh not a good thing to look forward to later when i have kids no no well i don't know maybe maybe uh advancements in uterines lining will be i have been told my cervix was gorgeous so maybe oh how nice by the doctor oh that's weird she was nice oh okay it's a woman she's like oh it's ready it's gorgeous it's It's ready. ready it's ready it's ready for implantation i had a friend in high school that Every month for about two days, she would have to miss two days of school because she would be couldn't walk. It's bad. Like curled up with a pillow in the fetal position in her bed. Yeah. There's a new article that said menstrual cramps are as painful as a heart attack. Interesting. They've hooked people up to electrodes. So they know. A different kind of pain. But yeah, Yeah. I always love those studies where they hook electrodes up to men to simulate the pain and they lose their mind. We're like, yeah, buddy. Now imagine having that. But still having to go to work, still having to care for a kid, you're driving around town, you're doing everything that you normally have to do, but your fucking insides are trying to come out your vagina. In 1553, at the age of 37, Mary was declared queen and promptly married Philip of Spain in the hopes of conceiving an heir. Although their marriage was loveless, she found that shortly after they were married, she was pregnant. Good news, at least. They said he was significantly younger than her, but yeah, there was no sparks. Way to go, Mary. Yeah. I'm sure it was arranged. Oh, definitely. Her breast and stomach swelled, 
leading Mary to believe that she was with child. However, rumors spread as the due date approached and no baby was presented that Mary was making the whole thing up. Doctors pushed back her due date as there was no real way of knowing when she was impregnated or when the baby would come. Months passed, however, and Mary's stomach eventually began to shrink. This is horrifying. It really it's is. It's the opposite of the TV show I didn't know I was pregnant. That show is so wild. I to once me. saw an 18 year old girl on that show. She was playing a soccer game and like grunted the wrong way in a baby. She like, no. had a baby. Uh, she like, yeah, had no idea she was pregnant. I can't imagine from my own experience. I'm not saying that these people are, are making this up, but from my own experience, there is no way that I would not have known. I was You're like, pregnant. if I'm not pregnant, I have a dis- horrible, painful disease. And th- something's living inside of me and moving around all the time. Yeah, I wonder. It's a sleepy I don't know. baby. I mean, some people don't show and, Maybe if you do have irregular periods and you're not getting it, then it doesn't occur to you. That's cr- I, it would be crazy, though. I don't know. To grunt the wrong way in a soccer field and a baby just shoots out is pretty crazy, though. She's Definitely living, not how I had mine. Yeah, she's living a different life than me. <laughs> I'm never going to play soccer. <laughs> Around the time of Mary's pregnancy, the people of England were divided between Protestants and Catholics. Mary was determined to unite her people under the true religion of the land, Catholicism. She took action in December 1554 by enacting a law that sentenced an estimated 240 men and 60 women to be executed as Protestants and burned at the stake. This event, known as the Marian Persecutions, earned her the name Bloody Mary forevermore. I mean, to be fair, she killed a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good amount of people that she sentenced to die. For, like, not a real reason. No, I mean, for, but probably the main reason people have died in our country and, and land is over religion. True. But what about her pregnancy? Experts now believe that this was one of the most infamous cases of supposed pseudocysis or phantom pregnancy where someone wants to be pregnant so badly that they convince their body to display signs of pregnancy. That's pretty powerful control over your body. Yeah. Because you can just think real hard and your tits grow. It's like hysterical blindness, too. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Other experts believe she was suffering from endometrial hyperplasia, or a swelling of the uterine liner, often a precursor to uterine cancer. Mary had a notoriously low appetite in a regular menstrual cycle, both of which are symptoms of EH. Way back in the day before WebMD, you, you <sighs> just could have a, just suffer from a horrible illness and yeah. everyone goes, she's kind of a pain in the ass. She doesn't yeah. really eat a lot. Yeah, or, like, or she's a witch. So let's maybe just she fucking has burn her at the stake. It's like, or maybe she's You're a just, witch. I have leukemia. <laughs> nope. She's definitely a witch. Yeah, there was no. And it's like, well, I don't know. When did you get pregnant? I have no idea. All right. We'll just keep pushing Look, your. I've been it's fucking been three years. I don't know, man. I've been fucking. You I think know. this is probably the more likely scenario that she, she yeah. had endometrial hyperplasia because that can cause your stomach to like it, you're yeah. just super bloated. You're yeah. full of. Yeah. You're full of like the uterine liner. Yeah. Blood. Ooh, gosh. Yikes. Years later, at the age of 42, Mary announced she was once again pregnant. However, even Philip did not believe her. She went months and still did not give birth. 
Mary died shortly thereafter, presumably of ovarian or uterine cancer. And when you do have either of these very aggressive, very dangerous cancers, it does cause the swelling of the abdomen. Yeah. So if she had a swollen abdomen, it could have been a tumor or tumeric growth and said, oh, well, you know, I'm pregnant again, but unfortunately I'm just getting and how sicker sad and sicker. That that's what's going on. And you think you're with child. And she's excited. Yeah. That's all she wanted. But really, yeah. you're dying. That's God, horrifying. That's so sad. Not a great way to go. No. There are also those that attribute the ghost story to a chain letter that was circulating in the early 90s. The story goes that a young girl named Mary Worth was the victim of a tragic accident that left her once beautiful face horribly disfigured. Do you remember chain letters? Oh, man. Back in the day. Oh, man. I remember we'd get them and my mom would go and throw them in the trash. And I'd say, Mom, it says if you don't forward it. And she's like, oh, I hope they do come over. She didn't give a shit, man. I was a worrisome little child, and she was just like, eh, what are they going to do? And Who's then I, they? Just, whoever sent Whoever it? sent the chain letter. I remember getting them, but it would be from, like, your friends. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get them. And then they <laughs> sounded sad. I didn't, I didn't get any chain letters. I think my friends all would leave Zanga comments that were chain letters. I do remember that. Oh, see this? I'm talking about, like, back in the 80s. So you're probably too young to remember when... You would get an actual handwritten letter sent to you from a friend that was said it wasn't as if you were going to die if you didn't do it. It wasn't that grave or, or depressing. It was just like pick 15 people and send them a, a letter. So then you'd have to handwrite out 15 letters. But back then it was a fun thing. It wasn't this guess- nightmare that the Internet introduced where there's all these uh threats of death and in a, <laughs> a ghost is gonna come yeah out. and all these terrible things are gonna happen to you it was just like oh everyone likes getting mail i don't like a letter that gives me homework no yeah i don't i remember getting them and i'm sure i sent them out but if somebody sent that to me today i would uh no. return to cinder yeah. with a big middle finger yeah. drawn on the envelope. You just wrote nah <laughs> yeah nah no thanks yeah i'm good Well, having once spent long hours admiring her beauty in her bedroom mirror, Mary was now forbidden to see her own reflection for fear she wouldn't be able to handle what was staring back at her. One night, curiosity got the best of Mary, and after everyone had gone to bed, she found a mirror and had a look. Mary found herself unrecognizable and immediately broke down sobbing. Heartbroken and longing for her old reflection, Mary walked into the mirror to find it, bowing to disfigure anyone that might come looking for her. Um, got a question. Yeah. She, do you, she, she hug, walk into a mirror? Hug a bunch style? <laughs> I think she hug a bunch style this. <laughs> she hug a bunch this. She, she Alice in Wonderland this. Did you remember that there was a 90s version of Alice in Wonderland yes, television show? loved it. With the cat. Wait, I'm thinking of, it was a mini series. Oh, this was a TV show. Diana, the girl's named Diane, which doesn't make sense. Maybe the cat was named Wait, Diane. Wait, the Somebody's... girl playing Alice was named Diane? I think that the... So it was Diane in Wonderland? <laughs> that does not roll off the tongue nearly as easily as Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Diane in Wonderland. Diane. In Somebody's... fact, that's hard Adventures... to say. Okay, it's called Adventures in Wonderland. Is that it? Man, there's also... Yeah, this is it. It was very fucked up. Was it... Uh, it oh, was yeah. people. It wasn't animated, correct? Dude, the Red Queen could get it. She was badass. And the guy, yeah, no, it was like live action. Wait, let me see a picture Hold of this because it might this. be the same thing we're t- I'm talking about. I do. Va- is that Miss Cleo? It looks like. <laughs> I think Miss Cleo the is Red playing Queen the looks Queen. Like Miss Cleo. The girl that was Alice 
was this little blonde headed I mean obviously yep that was the one let me see Elizabeth Hardaway She's, she went on to do other stuff. And oh, I don't know. That looks like a teen drama. The guy that, uh, that's not, yeah, that's not Alice in Wonderland background, but she, uh, the guy that played the rabbit was just like a full grown man stuffed in a vaguely Easter bunny looking suit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like kind of suavish. And they stuck these fake teeth in him and it was, was it weird. Was it creepy? Because yeah. the one I'm it wasn't talking supposed about, to be. it was supposed to be whimsical and fun. Oh, the one I'm talking about was kind of dark and creepy. And I remember, oh, yeah, she went through the di- the mirror in her dining room, and then is, it, is that's the television series with it was a miniseries. So the miniseries yeah. with uh, Sammy Davis Jr. played the the smoke the not the chameleon. Is it a worm caterpillar? Caterpillar. That's it. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, played caterpillar. Maybe. That's my sister sounds, had that one on VHS. It was I, good. Yeah. It's it still good. like I don't know if it holds up, but I remember being kind of creeped out by it, but in a good way. Yeah, it was back a good in the one. Day. And but that one I was thinking of is the Adventures in Wonderland, which was okay. a Disney Channel series in the nineties and uh kind of poorly made, but funny, <laughs> nevertheless. Man, we've we've got a lot of good mirror references. Yeah, yeah. So what does it all mean? Folklorist Alan Dunes has suggested that Bloody Mary is a metaphor for the onset of puberty in girls. Describing what boys call us in locker rooms. <laughs> Bloody Mary over yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, God. He describes both the fear of one's body changing and the excitement of the taboo nature of sex. Others argue that the story is just the product of an overactive childhood imagination. Developmental psychologist Jean Piaget describes this as nominal realism. The belief that words and thoughts can influence real world events. So when I was a kid, you ever play those Kramer Crane machines where you put a quarter in and then there's a bunch of toys and you move the claw machine? Oh, yeah. We always call them Kramer Crane. What do you call it? Kramer Crane. What is that? (laughs) Oh, man. I've never heard that. I I still don't even know what you're saying. Some people say Kramer Crane. I've always just called it the claw. The Kramer Crane. We used to call them Kramer Crane machines. That's not a thing. Please DM me. Please, God, tell me that someone else called it where it's a glass square box and there's toys in it. And then you put a quarter in anyway. The claw. Well, okay. My sister was very good at the claw. (laughs) Wow. That's impressive. She was so good. Oh, my gosh. She was like, they're deceptively hard. Expert level. She could always win anything in it. And I remember as a kid, I thought if I thought this is so embarrassing and I've never told anyone this before. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. It's just me and you. Don't worry. It's so weird. But I always thought as a little kid, if I thought this phrase that what I wanted to happen would happen. Oh, that's just chaos magic. Yes. What was the phrase? The luck of the Irish. (laughs) (laughs) So a real phrase? (laughs) What a loser. (laughs) Why would I think that? Are you Irish? Kind (laughs) of. The luck of the Irish. The luck of the Irish. Come on, Shannon. The luck of the Irish. The luck of the Irish. She's like, like, oh, I got it. I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry, Shannon. You don't sound like that. I don't know why. When she was a kid, she did. I got it. I got you one. Get over here, you big fat baby. I won you a toy. Stop whining. Oh, I was in a ball pit today and I thought of you and Shannon. Oh, did you? You got to watch your kid, man. It was very shallow ball pit. No offense to my parents. One layer of balls. But I feel like if Ella started drowning in the balls, your ass would be in the ball pit or you would shove Tommy in. I was in in the ball pit with her. Well, and see, she wasn't different. drowning but then i was just sitting there and i was like oh god These balls are gross but it was it was very shallow so yeah. i didn't feel if safe. i was submerged i would have not done it adult size ball yeah pit. i would i would have made no it thanks <laughs> that's really funny well i do that but not with claw machines but i'll just think 
I'll, I'll say things, I guess, kind of like a mantra almost. Yeah, definitely. I, and I do that before I go on stage sometimes. If mm. I'm like, okay, I need to like be talk slowly or I had, you know, a performance review at work. I like get really quiet beforehand and like try to breathe and yeah, focus. Yeah, just kind of meditate. Uh, and I just say, look at the Irish. Look, <laughs> hey, I guess it worked. So you say Shannon was good at it. Maybe it was your chanting the whole time. Yeah, or the two of it you together. It was the luck of the Irish. I'm still confused about Kramer Crame. Is that what we're calling? <laughs> Kramer Crame. Spell it. I think Kramer like Kramer from Seinfeld I, yeah. and then Crane C-R-A-N-E like a crane oh you're saying crane yeah 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 I thought you were saying Kramer and then the second word was K-R-A-M-E no 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 okay it's like Kramer cr- Crane well I think the real thing is Crammer like C-R-A-M-M-E-R because you cram all oh. the toys in and then it's a crane that you get yeah yeah but we're country and we called it a Kramer okay. Crane Kramer Crane I've always just heard it called the claw the machine, claw machine. Yeah, which well, is also what they call it in Toy Story normal people ah that's right <laughs> That machine, the Kramer Crane. Seen uh, Toy Story 1 and 3 today. God, you're going through them. Dude, every day. I've seen, I see them every day. (laughs) Well, still others see Bloody Mary as a moral admonishment not to be vain and spend too much time gazing into a mirror for fear of what you'll see lurking behind you. That's always a fear. Here's my thing. Do boys do this? That's a great it's, question. It's all directed at females, at, at, at teenage girls, and then even the meaning behind it is, oh, the girls are going through puberty; they shouldn't be vain. But but maybe the boys are going through puberty. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, I'm sure there were boys that did this too. Found dirty mag somewhere we're jerking off. Yeah. That's just kidding. If you're a boy and you did this, send us an email. Yeah, we want to know. Fucking patriarchy. So has anyone actually seen Bloody Mary staring back at them in the candlelit mirror? In truth, our eyes can play tricks on us in the darkness. Staring into the darkness for prolonged periods can actually cause one to hallucinate. The cause of this is something psychologists call disassociative identity effect, which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a currently unidentified way. Your brain is wired to recognize faces, and when faced with total darkness, the brain attempts to make sense of what it is seeing, causing you to see faces where there are none. So this happens in yoga a lot. Oh, really? And it has happened to me in yoga, because at the end of where I go to my yoga studio, at the end, you do um, a breathing exercise, but they turn off the lights. So you see stuff? Well, you're staring into the mirror and you're, it's called breath of fire. I forget what the actual yogi term is, but you're breathing in, the breathing in takes care of itself. But then when you exhale, you're sucking in your stomach at the same time you exhale, but it's very fast. It's like, oh, and, and you do it for a minute straight. And because you're meditating and like focused on this breathing and staring into this mirror in the dark, you start to see images. They even Ooh. talk about it. Yeah. So it is a thing that happens so and I you kind of just lean into it. Mm-hmm. People have done it as a way also to kind of get in touch with the other side. Like spirits and stuff. Yeah. Or, or like a, um, like meditation, a type of meditation, um, but focused on that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is very interesting. Another possibility is Troxler's fading, an optical illusion caused by staring at a fixed point for too long. Basically, the brain stops paying attention to visual scenes that don't change. So fixating on the mirror may cause peripheral movements and hallucinations. And you can find uh, stuff on the Internet that'll show you this where it's like purple dots are going around in a square mm-hmm. and there's a black dot in the mm-hmm. middle. And if you stare at the black dot in the middle, the purple dots look green. Yeah. Even though yeah, they don't yeah. change. It's they remember in. 
highlights. Do you remember highlights? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They would have the yellow elephant, and it would tell you to stare at this yellow elephant for a minute. And then you stare at the blank white page next to it, and then you see a blue elephant superimposed. Sounds like something similar. Yeah, it's like that. Or where there's two scenes and you got to tell the difference in them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or there's one um, scene and you a maze you have to get through. There's one scene and you have to find a wall, though. <laughs> it's the same thing. Well, Bloody Mary continues to remain a favorite among adolescents looking for a thrill and a possible brush with the other side. The haunting tale was even the inspiration for the 1992 Clive Barker film Candyman, wherein various characters in the film summon the ghost of a black slave brutally lynched in the 1800s by repeating the name Candyman five times in front of a mirror. And he cuts him up with his hook hand, which for all for the better, because they were bothering him. Like, Didn't he have bees in his mouth? Yeah, I think he has bees. My sister saw Candyman as a kid, and it freaked her out so badly. Mom told me I was banned forever from watching that You've movie. You've never seen it? I have never watched all of it. It was filmed on my college campus, University of Illinois at oh, Chicago. And it is, because it's about a lady that's like, she's an anthropologist, or she's like a sociologist, somebody that they call on to mm-hmm. help them with these murders. And then she's like, it was a ghost, much like all <laughs> anthropologists. She, her license is revoked. That's <laughs> right. She's fired from the university. But yeah, it's it was filmed I remember my seeing university. it. In fact, I remember watching it at a slumber party, but oh. I don't remember much about it. Did I you just... do Candyman in the Mirror? Probably. Yeah. Probably so. Well, tonight, when you find yourself gazing into the mirror, imagine for a minute what might be on the other side, waiting to be summoned. Then, if you dare, call out to Bloody Mary three times, turn off the light, and see if she's come for you. I'm right behind you. I was here the whole time. <laughs> I feel like this whole legend is just period shaming, girl. It is. It really is. Like I mean, the patriarchy we've here. learned that most urban legends or cryptids and things are all cautionary tales yeah. for teens not to have sex or girls not to be loose or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just another variation of that. Just a man. man even in urban legends, women can't cut a break. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's out to get us. Every time. So what do we think? Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, you know, if you are in a haunted house and you turn off the lights, not a not like a one that you pay money to get into, but your home is... <laughs> like Hangman's House of Horrors? Yes. If you're, no, if you're... Uh, you and know, if you live in a house that is occupied by ghosts, as well as your family. Infested by spirits and demons, maybe that would be a way for them to show up or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but otherwise, I think it's probably the the effect of, especially if you're staring at yourself in the mirror, you do a quick flip rooney mm-hmm. your eyes are much like the elephant in Highlights Magazine. Mm-hmm. It's going to remain and you're going to see it. So it's the the highlights effect. Yeah. I've never heard of a case. Well, I mean, I read some on the Internet, which, of course, I believed. (laughs) But I myself never saw her. And I don't believe any of my friends did. But I think it is like any of those fun slumber party games. Just a fun thing to do, too. But... I told you. I also thought Ouija boards were a fun Mm-mm, party game. That's and a damn portal had, to hell. Then I had a witch tell me that's how you get a demon to attach and, itself and to. And honestly, you know, the captromancy is a real thing. Sure. Using that as for to tell the future, divination or whatever. So in some cases, who knows? Maybe they're like on a hell mouth and they uh, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> use a mirror and they hug a bunch and they're going to fall through. So. I would like a modern day movie to be made about this urban legend though i think so I think that could be it'll fun. probably be part of the abigail or not abigail annabelle conjuring universe oh yeah i wouldn't doubt it they'd yeah, probably take it i could see that hey call us up 
if you need um, some consultants, we've got great that. ideas. Yeah, we have you. great ideas and heavy periods, so we'd be <laughs> we'd be great for this for in that pitch meeting. I love it. Well, thank you guys all so much for supporting our Patreon. We really appreciate it. If you have not joined our Facebook page, be sure to do that. And we love to hear from you on there, whether it's opinions about episodes, ideas for future minisodes, future episodes, or video content. We are happy to oblige. So please, uh, that's the fastest, easiest, best way for us to keep in contact with you guys. So hop on there and say hello. Yes. And the best thing you can do in addition to that to help us grow is like, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please Tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out. It means so much to us and really helps small podcasts like us get more exposure. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod. Like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Find all of Christy's dopest picks where? At Christy M. Wallace on Instagram. And you can find all my tweets that I don't tweet. I'll tweet about once a month, but they're good when I do. They're really good. Christy or GTFO. Heather, where are you at? I spew a bunch of bullshit on Twitter at MCK versus the world. (laughs) You and and everyone else. You know what? That's what that is. And then I post all the cool pics of my life on Heather versus the world on Instagram. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Sinister.